It's Sean and Kevin's Infinite Movie Crisis. Roll the dice. Accept your movie fate. Welcome back, everybody, to Sean and Kevin's Infinite, Infinite Movie Crisis. Crisis. Great energy for this, Kevin. That's what we need right <laughs> now. Great energy. My name is Sean Barry, and I'm joined, as always, as the uh, shaggy to my Freddie Prince Jr. Hey, it's Kevin. <laughs> I, I had to watch a movie today. You did You did this. You did you this. Did you this. beefed the role. <laughs> you beefed, sir. But you put it in the list. You knew this would happen. All right, we're, we're talking She's All That today, everybody. We're talking She's All That. This film is going to divide us. I can tell. <laughs> the, the, the podcast is over. Right? Yep. Four, ten we've already four, reached, we've already reached our Civil War crisis. Crisis-y. <laughs> crisis of, crisis of conscience. She's All That, the 1999 seminal classic, teen classic. Don't you put those words together. I will put it together. Film? God, Kevin, did you not enjoy this? You just got done watching it. Actually, actually, okay, okay. Unironically, yes, I did enjoy this. Okay. I did enjoy this film, but not because it was good. I enjoyed this film. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed uh, it so I, much. I didn't enjoy it at all, but like I enjoyed it from a from an ironic perspective. That's uh, how I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the fuck out of this. So let's talk. Uh, let, let's get into the... Let's some... How? Okay. All right. Go. Go ahead. Okay. Go. Just go. All, just right, go. We're, just we're go. Ta- all right. We're talking today. She's all that. A high school jock makes a bet he can turn an unattractive girl into a high school's prom queen. This is directed by Robert Iskoff, written by R. Lee Fleming Jr. Starring Freddie P- Prince Jr. as Zach Seiler, Rachel Lee Cook as Lainey Boggs, Matthew Lillard as Brock Hudson, Paul Walker as Dean Sampson, Jody Lynn O'Keefe as Taylor Vaughn, Kevin Pollock, Anna Paquin, Kieran Culkin, Ed- Eldon Hansen, Usher, Little Kim, Gabrielle Union, Dulé Hill, Clea Duvall, and Tim Matheson star in this film. Just a crazy cast. There's a it, ton of famous it people. It was such in an insane. So I'm like, oh, all these famous people were like in their teens making this movie. Exactly. Yeah, like they were all really young, right? Yeah, they were all it, like, Kieran Colton was, was like seven. Was, yes. Was the oldest one Freddie Prince Jr.? Was he the oldest one? Yeah, I believe so. I think he was only like 22 at the time, though. Like, he was, it wasn't even like okay, that crazy right. for college aged, you know, shenanigans. Oh, yeah. At the, at the time this movie came out, he would have been 20, uh, 23 because he was born in 76. So, yeah. This is this is the, was might be the one that's most suspect of all time of, look at these high schoolers. None of them look like high schoolers. I mean, yeah. Okay. So, so I know we'll get into all the details about everything. Just to put your head in where I was watching this movie. I've never seen it before. I was aware of the movie. I, I, knew, I knew of it. Um, this is the kind of movie that my uh, my sister really like. I have a sister who's four years older than me, um, who really loves these kind of, of cheesy like late '90s, early 2000s teen movies. I remember growing up, she used to watch them all the time. And I'm sure this is in her DVD collection. I could have looked at home and seen if there was one in there somewhere. Um, but uh, I, I I've never seen this movie. But the thing was, I've seen the parodies of this movie a lot. Yes, uh, I've seen. I've I've heard people talking about it. I've heard the plot before. I've seen scenes a lot, and I'm gonna reference it a lot. But this is essentially just not another teen movie, right? Yes, not another teen movie. The film that came out in 2003, starring Chris Evans, parodies this, uh, Varsity Blues, uh, Ten Things I Hate About You, and uh, like a, like three or four more that all came out in the late ni- the mid to late 90s. There were just a boom in these films. Just so many the, teen the, teen films. They're just teen films. Teen, with, uh, is the genre teen comedy and, dramas? Yes, and I I gotta say that like like literally cannot put my mind in the in the presence of someone who watched this in 1999 
because watching it now, this feels like a parody of itself. It really does. It, it really, it really, it really is. It's such a joke of a film. He's like, exactly. Who could take this honestly seriously? I, in my notes later, when we get into my view, into the viewing diaries, I wrote down this is definitely what a man in his mid to late forties thinks goes on in high school. Exactly. Like exactly. they have, so. they have no fucking clue what high school is like. You know, no. like maybe the nineties high schools were way, way different. Maybe they had a, just a constant campus DJ going. Just maybe. Uh, you mean Usher? You mean Usher? Yeah, they you mean Usher. Usher. You Every, mean Usher. High schools and high schools back then just had Usher. <laughs> being being very sexist over the over the announcement. Oh speakers, my by god, the, the sexism of this film is unheard. All right, so uh, last little few bits of details I want to go into. It was released on uh, January 29th, nineteen ninety nine. It has a five point nine on IMDb, a fifty one fifty one on Metacritic, forty one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's appropriate. It made how much money do you think this made? Uh, I have Wikipedia, but I'm not looking at it, I promise. Oh, this is a guess, honest guess. Um, this is $19.99, bucks, right? Yeah, $99. I'm going to go $115 million. Ooh, pretty close. $106 million. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, on that's a, pretty close. Yeah, on okay. a $10 cool. million dollar budget. Yeah, so this is all gravy. That's all gravy, And baby. Kevin, let me tell you, it was nominated for two MTV Movie Awards. <laughs> You got me. You uh, got me, Perry. I was really hoping I could maybe get you on like, the score or something. <laughs> no, I thought you were going to say it was like best makeup or some bullshit like that at the Academy Awards. Yeah, just some insane thing. No. Yeah, right. And then the one darkness is that this was made by Miramax, which are was owned and operated by the Weinstein brothers at the time. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I, I did not know that. Yes. the Miramax. Well, they originally they started Miramax together. It was bought out by Disney, and then they started the Weinstein Company. And then, ah, okay. And okay. then uh, some things happened. Like what? Nothing crazy, right? Nothing for this podcast we're willing to talk about. <laughs> They're monsters. Though. God, what a what a, what a what a movie! What a, what a, what a time to be alive, nineteen ninety nine. Because that that is literally. I'm, I'm glad you called it a movie because this is not a film. No, it's not a film. This is a this is a. Uh, the, it all depends on just your what you're going into it with this, right? Like this is the ultimate. Like, are you here to have a good time? Or are you here to see the triumph of the human spirit? Right. Like, I agree. I agree because like here's the thing. Uh, like it's like I, I'm kind of setting up that I'm going to shit on this movie a lot, and I am going to shit on this movie a lot. But here's the thing: I did have fun watching it. Yes, right. Like that's my biggest. I did thing. have fun. Like you're not. This is fun because the plot is so basic and stupid. Uh, no. But you like all these actors. You're like, I like seeing these people. Oh, I, I, I. Uh, are you saying in the movie or as actors? As actors. Okay, fine. The acting was very bad in this movie. We'll we'll, we'll get to those nominees later. It was very bad, Sean. I don't know if it was very bad. I've oh, seen it was worse. Very bad. I've, I'm going to bring up to this later. I'm, I'm counting the the five films we've done. I think this is the yeah. third best we've watched. That's a small sample size. You know it. I know, but I'm still saying I I put this Mad Max Fury Road one, Dark Knight yeah. Rises two, this three, fucking X Men Origins Wolverine, then goddamn uh, fucking piece of shit Terminator Salvation. Un- unfortunately, I have to agree with you because I would rather watch this than X Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah, right. Like this I would, is, this I would. Is, <laughs> it also means it's ninety five minutes long. They oh, it was so quick. It was so quick. Like this, this you're in, you're out, you're done. Like this, that's how you make a movie. Yes, <laughs> that's how you make a film. All right, Kevin, I just have one question for you. What do you got? Will you? <laughs> Wait, 
what was that? Oh, that was her falling, right? That was her falling, falling down, down the stairs. stairs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the answer is no. I will not kiss you uh, because we are in uh, the middle of a pandemic, but also because we're in d- different parts of the state. But uh, that's besides the point. Um, uh, so here's uh, about that song. That song is one of the biggest earworms I can think of on top of my head. I think it gets stuck in my head instantly when I hear it. Oh, it, this instantly flashed me back to my own junior year in high school. Uh-huh, where, uh-huh. Uh, it was at a party. In, 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 in 1999? In 1998. I time traveled back. That's when I went to high school. But no, we played this ironically at a party. Uh, Did you really? Yeah, just to uh, Marcos coming down the fucking stairs. <laughs> 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 and I've met Marcos. That is really funny. Holy right? shit. Oh my god. What a good time. Remember that being, is funny. Remember being really young? Really <laughs> it's a great song. It's a very fun song. Well, it's so so I mean, well, again, we will get into more specifics about this. I I got to say though that one of the unironic bad things about this movie and this is something I will say is unironically bad about the movie is it's very dated. You know oh, what I mean? It is so dated. The 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 references, the constant references to technology and like artists and movies, it dates the movie. And there's a there's a difference between a movie being of a time period and being dated. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, so what I think too is like they reference the real world so much. So they show much. the and real like, world in this, and I'm like, no was one a, knows. There was a scene where where Kieran kept talking about playing a Sega, and it's like, dude, like. No one's going to get this reference 20 years from now. Yeah, I was thinking, like, you were born, let's say you were born the year this came out. No, nope. you have no idea what any of this stuff was. Not a single thing. You and I, because we were born in 94, like, we understand. Ni- well, 90, 93, but 93, 94. <laughs> we still, we have a little sampling of that from when we were kids. Like, Yeah, we- oh, I, I grew up with the, so the, the pure chaotic energy of the early 2000s is, like, one of the biggest forces in the universe to me. Such a chaotic time. I remember it a lot, like. Even in the opening credits of this of this fucking movie, the 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 font, the colors, the the noise, like I remember this, I really do. It, yeah, it's it's an insane. It really it was just just an aesthetic at the time, you know. Like it was just this is what the nineties. It's not good. It's it not wasn't good. good. The, there was nothing good in the nineties. It was just a simpler time, <laughs> a more civilized age, Kevin. Ah, uh, yes, uh, so uncivilized. So uncivilized. <laughs> All right, should we get into our diaries? Our well, yeah, do you have anything else about the movie? I mean, that's pretty much it, right? <laughs> yeah, there wasn't too much crazy stuff. Other fact that, you know, it was just very popular. It was a popular movie. People loved it. Yeah, People loved well, Freddy Prinze Jr. That makes Jr. sense. I feel like it, I feel like this play, did this play a lot on cable, I wonder? Definitely, yeah. It played a ton on MTV. Like a ton. Oh, that's it. You're totally right. You're totally right. Yeah, be- yeah because the real world is in it. <laughs> of course. Exactly, right? And this is also like, if you are flipping the channels and you're like, and you happen to pop on like, at the party scene, or even at the kiss me, uh, you know, at the uh, sixpence none, the, uh, none the wiser, like that. Like you're gonna watch it for like at least two minutes. I won't, but you can. <laughs> yeah, normal people will, Kevin. Normal people will. All right. So my first note I wrote down is Rachel Lee Cook is fucking hideous. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So that's I. Here's what I wrote down. Um, because as I start, this is as I started watching. The first thing I wrote down was about. Um, I really wrote. God, these fucking opening credits. Like, so... you know what got me the most? You know what got me the most? It wasn't even her doing art to show that she's quirky. It wasn't even the the font that was so 1999. It wasn't even the music that was playing, which I don't even know what the song was. I don't care. It was that. It was that. Anytime something appeared. There was a glitter sound. Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard it. It was like, like it was like, yeah. oh, what? Oh. They were in Windows Movie Maker, and they're like, oh, this is fun. <laughs> um, but uh, but okay, to your point about her being so fucking ugly, 
I wrote down, is this the glasses movie? It is. This is where it's that trope came movie. from. Where if you, a girl in a, in the 90s, a girl in pigtails and glasses was considered fucking hideous. <laughs> it's like, she's very pretty. Like, she's, she's, she's very pretty. pretty. <laughs> like, like, oh my, like, just, uh Like, why, so, like, it's fine if you want to do this trope, right? But get an action, like, they do this in Ready Player One, where it's Olivia Cook, And she oh, has yeah, a tiny, yeah. tiny little, um birthmark on it under her eye and like she's hideous get her out right. of here exactly it's like why do you wh- like when people say like like when 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 women complained about this kind of shit in in media and in general in real life and all that stuff it's like you do realize that shit like this was less than 20 years ago it's oh. not that long <laughs> i mean we're now over the 20 year mark for this but yes that's true yeah it's 22 but like still like it fucking it's not that long ago it really isn't and i'm like I get it. It's a movie, right? You can't. They're never going to cast an actually ugly person for a movie, because you want to see the two hot people hook up, right? Like that's that's what they're that's what they're selling you with this movie. But it was uh, just if, like, if I'm in a coked up boardroom, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, like my thing is just like just make her like just do anything else, like like at least give her like a bunch of zits on her face or something, you know? Yeah, because like I I actually that's funny. I thought this unironically. I was like, her skin is so clear. Right, it's, she has perfect skin. <laughs> Uh, it's it's fucking ridiculous but like that is what i thought i was like oh god sean put the glasses movie in here didn't he i did I you did, did this no, you did I, this and that we're do- listen you wanted diversity in our films you wanted oh, you got, diversity oh, you, you got this right, is not a superhero correct. film an action film uh it's not an ip it is nothing it is a straight up teen <laughs> nothing you're right this is nothing this, this is, is nothing. absolutely nothing <laughs> this is a teen comedy kevin you asked for this no, no, I didn't. Don't you put that on me, Ricky Bobby. Right, so my next one is like we get to meet her family, and I'm like, oh, yeah. we have young Kieran Culkin, who's now awesome on Succession. Uh, and, I like Kieran Culkin in show. I think he's hilarious. He's, he's fantastic. And then we get Kevin Pollock. Uh, Kevin Pollock, who had just an amazing '90s run. He had, was in The Usual Suspects, A Few Good yep. Men, The Whole yep. Nine Yards, uh, just tons of stuff. He was a famous comedian. Has a does an amazing Shatner impression. Like he's just, he was just doing well during that entire time. He was one of my favorite parts of this movie, and I will not talk about what it was until it comes up. But I also wrote that, man, this was easily the easiest 50 grand Kevin Pollock's ever made. Oh my god, like, he was in how much of the movie? 10 minutes, not even? Maybe 8 minutes. Maybe. And, like, it had to be on set for, like, three different scenes. That was it. So then we get into the high school, and I just wrote down, I I I genuinely forgot Usher was in this movie. I, I didn't know. I was like, Usher's here? Usher is in this movie, and I wrote down... Did they have DJs at high schools in the 90s? No, no. And he was, like, spinning actual records, yeah, too. Yeah, he was, like, it's it's one thing if he was just, like, a drive-time DJ, right? Like, and they oh, were yeah. listening to that as they pulled up to school. But, no, he's in the school doing this and, over the PA. And, and, to reiterate, being very sexist at the same time. Very, very <laughs> sexist, laying out the entire scope of the film. By the way, the, scope, uh, the film has some serious timeline issues. Oh God! Yes, absolutely. It's supposed to take over six place over six weeks. We see two days. Yes, like six who weeks. Even knows? Uh, they're gearing up for prom. Prom's in the spring. That you come back from school in the fall. <laughs> but like, it's just uh, this the Usher thing. The last thing I said about the Usher thing, he appears in four scenes in this movie. Three of them are in that same DJ booth, and then the last one is at prom behind the DJ booth again. I think he's just trapped in a DJ booth. I, th- I think, I th- yeah, it's a horror movie from his perspective. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to entertain these white folk and, get, and make them fall in love to escape the booth. That's a better movie. 
Uh, I oh god, that's a that's a Jordan Peele movie waiting to happen. <laughs> He's all black. <laughs> okay. Yep. So then we All meet right. Freddie Prince Jr. and he's the big man on campus. He's a soccer star, uh, has the highest GPA in the class, school class president, handsome, everybody loves him. Yeah, okay. So like again, we'll get into it more when it becomes irrelevant, but like he has no problems in his life. No, he has zero problems in his life. Like He's doing great. <laughs> he's doing great. They they will say the director pointed out in the original script, he was supposed to be a much bigger classic football dick at the beginning. But then they cast Freddie Prince Jr. He's like, well, this guy's awesome, so we don't want to make him seem like a dick ever. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, he gets dumped in front of his in front of the boys. I thought about that. Oh, no, not the boys. He got dumped in front of the boys, in front of you Paul token, Walker. and token Do- black character who's fucking hilarious and not another teen movie. It's so fucking funny. Dooley Hill, man, just, just killing it in this. Yep. Just like, I have to be here. It was just so 90s. We're like, they were like, diversity. Everyone has one black friend who gets maybe six lines. Yep. And no uh, character arc or character at all. So this this scene where he gets dumped in front of the boys, uh, I wrote down that someone was very proud of this shot of them going to spring break with like it was cut between the present and the past. You know what I mean? Like where it like it suddenly transitioned to spring break with, by the way, the most early two thousands colors I've ever seen. Just like bright neon greens and blues and purples. Yeah, greens and pinks and purple pastels. And you're like, but oh. she, she's like explaining her memory and he's also there and like someone thought it was kind of artsy somewhere is all I'm saying. Uh, so that's the five first five minutes of this film. And I did write down, this movie accomplished more in five minutes than all of Terminator Salvation. At least in terms of uh, est- establishing I, I its characters. happening. <laughs> in terms of establishing its characters. It's then, not completely gray. And then we find out why he gets dumped in front of the boys. It's because she's dating the coolest guy she can find. Matthew Lillard, who plays Brock Hudson on The Real World. Oh, uh, his he he is. You agree with me? He's the best part of this movie, right? Oh, 100 percent. He's fantastic. I love. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Well, I just find that they're all in Scooby Doo like two years later. Which is I I didn't even realize it, but yeah, a bunch of them are in Scooby Doo. Yeah, I'm like wow, that it makes sense. I mean, again, they were all the hot teen actors at the time because this high school also is where they filmed Buffy the Vampire Slayer, starring Sarah Michelle Gellar. That makes sense. That makes sense. Who is still yep. married? Freddie Prince Jr. and they, they they seem to have made it work. I think that's adorable. That's 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 nice. That, that warms my heart. But yeah, the real world. Uh, unlike uh, this movie. Yes. <laughs> I wrote it's boy, it's so weird that Shaggy's an alpha dog right now over Fred. Yeah, that is funny because like I look uh, so Matthew Lillard pops up all over the place. Like he's in so many movies. And Whenever I see him, I always see him as Shaggy. Unfortunately, he's been typecast in my head. Yeah, he, you know? he is, and he's good. He's a good. He's a very good actor. He's the best Shaggy ever. He's perfect. <laughs> so we're still going along. We go cut back to the art studio with uh, with with uh, Lainey, where in which we meet the bad mean girls who are who just, are in this movie for two scenes. Who are in this movie for two scenes? But not even that. In those two scenes, in their first scene, instead of just being dicks, being like your art sucks, they tell her to kill herself. <laughs> Dude, I wrote down that in the first five, like ten minutes of this movie, there's a gay joke, a dyslexia joke, and a suicide joke. What the fuck? This was the '90s. You just did that back then. What the fuck? It I was know. Like Twenty years ago. And it's so weird coming out of Clea Duvall. You know who Clea Duvall is, right? Like, the, yeah, the name sounds familiar. Yeah, she's gotten. She was on Veep. Uh, she just directed uh, the new movie. Uh, what the fuck? I watched Happiest Season. She's a big LGBTQ spokesperson. Uh, and, you know, just a generally wonderful person, very good performer. But I'm like, and this, and it's clearly like her first fucking role ever. Just playing yeah. the mean, 
you know, bigoted person. <laughs> Who's an well, art? The, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just saying, like the art people in general, bullying is so like no one that's never been the art side, right? Like ever in the history of things. Uh, so the only experience I can say from my high school experience, cause you and I went to different high schools literally, but like different scope, I would say like I graduated with 600 people. I know your graduating class is like what? 50. Uh, no, we had 150. Okay. All right. So you're a pretty good size. Um, like for my, my experience, like we, you know, obviously clicks are a thing. They're always a thing. But like I, I was, uh, I was in the the like the the band and arts crowd. Like I was in theater and that kind of thing. But like I, you know, I can't paint to save my life, so I wasn't in that art class. But still, um, you know, there's always there's lots of complex social hierarchies. But like I just love how forty year old white dudes writing movies think how this is how high school works. <laughs> they, yeah, they have. And granted, when I'm 40 years old and I have to write a high school movie, I don't know how well it'll translate to high schools now. Because those just kids in high me, school... Just call me, man. I'll let you know. I'll, all right, I'll let's you. say I'm 45 and I have to write this movie. Those yeah. kids have not been born yet when they're... Who will be 17 I'm writing about? <laughs> oh, like... So, like, again, to give them credit, like, yeah, of course they wouldn't know about, like, what a high school is like. But, like, you could have put some effort into it. You could have asked a high school or you could have asked... Exactly! <laughs> So I wrote down this was a funny line. He's walking through the hall. He's like, hey, what's up, Connie? And she goes, you know my name. And then the other girl goes, your name's Melissa. And she goes, so? Yeah. That's, yeah <laughs> that was yeah. funny. Well, again, again, that feels like a parody. Like, that's yeah. what would happen in a parody. Yeah, like like not another teen movie. Like, it, 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 it is wild to me that, like, are we supposed to take this seriously or not? No, I don't think we're supposed to take the movie seriously at all, which is mm. why I enjoyed it. Like, they're clearly, like, they're just here to have a good time. Uh, so then we get into, like, Paul Walker's, like, I bet you can't turn somebody into prom queen over your ex-girlfriend. Yeah, it's you got six weeks to turn any girl into prom queen. I thought that was fucking six, hilarious. You got six weeks, even though we just started school back up again. Prom is in May. Usually. So, so I got uh, So that line was given to us by Paul Walker. Uh, he is who I, I'm referring to, and again, we'll get into this later. He was terrible in this movie, man. This was his first movie. I, that's what I thought. Like to his credit. He just started, but he was. So he does bad. this in Varsity Blues in the same year. Yeah, like he was really fucking bad in this movie. That's that's what I mean earlier when the acting was bad. He was really bad. He was he was just so like you know like in Karate Kid when Johnny Lawrence is a dick. Like that's yeah. what that's what they clearly went for with casting him. But he's not nearly as good of an actor as William Zabka. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, but there's a couple funny lines. They're like picking out the woman. It's like how about that girl over there? She's got a Chelsea Clinton thing. Again, it's just so dated. <laughs> I know. I was like another funny line is like how about that girl? She's she's clearly practicing her rectal archaeology. When she's picking oh. a wedgie out. That was funny. That's a funny line. <laughs> Rectal archaeology, that's funny. Uh, just Can you imagine showing this kind of dated-ass movie to someone who's like an, a high schooler now, being like, what the fuck is this? They would not be okay with anything that happened in this movie, these teens today. Mm-hmm, these okay. teens. So then they eventually find Lainey, Lainey Boggs, who falls over and knocks over all of her art stuff. Fucking, <laughs> what a fucking, fucking nerd. Fucking loser. And he's like, you gotta do her. He's like, nah, dude, bets off. That's too hard. <laughs> Ugh. Okay, and then we get to meet, uh, go back to Freddie Prince Jr.'s house, where his dad is Otter from Animal House, Tim Matheson. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why you go. he, got, he got cast in a lot of these things, where he's like, oh, I used to do this when I was a teenager, and now it's like, I'm the dad. Th- this is Freddie Prince Jr.'s family, right? Yep. The waspiest family ever. The waspiest. <laughs> like, you're going to Dartmouth, goddammit. Goddammit. <laughs> and he's like, dad, I don't want to go to Dartmouth. You got accepted and, to every school. Okay, so this is this is where the acceptance uh, letters comes in, right? No, that's, he, that's he, later in the film, but... 
Uh, it is okay because well i just want to talk about that it's a, like this is where they're like have you been accepted to any any colleges yet and he's like oh we're still waiting man and yeah. then he goes up to his room and he's looking at the letters that he got into all the school all the schools and i'm sitting here like what are the stakes what are the stakes here he got into all his schools <laughs> it would make more sense if he got rejected from all his schools that would be more interesting. like if they really were forced to partner together they're like we want to see you take an art class. And he actually has, like, they learn he gains something from her, she gains something from him, and that's why they fall in love. That's a better movie. That's such an easier pitch. But actually, I think they do that in a not another teen movie. Yeah, like they just make it better. <laughs> yeah, they just make it. That, that, that's an objectively, I was looking that up after to compare it to. It's gotten worse reviews. I'm like, that movie's like a seven and a half to me. Like, that's a great movie. That's a great comedy. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, that was, that was early on the parody train. Like, they did a good you job know. of that. All right, so. Moving on from that, we're going to we're going to her work at the Falafel House, where we get introduced to her best friend, Foggy Nelson, baby. I I refer to him only as Foggy Nelson. It's I, Eldon Henson, right? It's Eldon Henson, who was also in the Mighty Ducks, but we love him he, from Daredevil. He, as he's Foggy one of my favorite parts of this whole movie. He is. I wrote that out. He's just eating a fucking sandwich because that's of course what's going on. His character is just that he's fat. That's so <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> He's just a big fat animal. In he seemed like the nicest guy out of everyone. He well, seemed like the coolest. Because I wrote dude. down like, wouldn't it also be interesting in this movie if he was in love with Lainey also and like he, she's this bad like that would like conflict, which they do but, in not another teen movie, which makes that a better movie than this. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I also wrote down like, couldn't he be gay at least or something? Something I don't know. Just like he's he's just there and he's just he's doing his best. I love him, but like this character sucks. <laughs> All right, so then they, they go. To, he gives his ticket for them to go to an art show together. Oh, you mean the art show? Like, so like, I wrote oh, down: Did Foggy art. Nelson invent cuckolding? Like he wants to watch it happen in front of him. Pretty much, yeah. Go, oh, then the the end line is: uh, Can you supersize my balls, please? Funny line. No, it was not. Don't you dare say that was funny. That no, was not. No, funny. that that was funny. That <laughs> was not funny. It, it made me laugh. That was funny. <laughs> it did not make me laugh at all. <laughs> no, I laughed pretty hard. Okay, so we go. And then we get one of the cringiest scenes I've ever watched in my life of the oh, hack- you mean the art show. The art show into his hacky sack performance. Oh, you mean the uh, the the metaphor of like you got to keep the hacky sack up, man. It's gonna fall at some point. Like that he has high expectations. It's like, dude, we fucking get it. Supposed to be deep that he has a lot of pressure on him. He doesn't want to let anybody down. Also, uh, hacky sack is another super dated thing. <laughs> yeah, no one hacky. We went to college. A short time ago. No one hacky sacked. No, no one hacky sacked. No, Duncan hacky sacked a little bit. Did he really? Yeah. Did he sack that hack? <laughs> he sacked He sacked some hack. All right, we're moving on. Uh, we got a cutaway to Matthew Lillard watching himself on the real world while he's having sex. T- ten, out, 10 out of 10, best acting in the movie. And I'm like, that. that fantastic. Glasses equal hideous. I wrote that down. Then I wrote down, we, there was clearly a cut scene where she's like, well, you wigged out on me the other day. And I'm like... No, you guys went out last night. Like, there was clearly another one where they blow each other off, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then there was, I wrote down, gotta hate California teens going to the beach. <laughs> so the, the beach scene was like, well, setting up the beach scene, wasn't it? Where he like brings, wait, yeah, he goes, he goes to her house to like stalk her essentially. Which yeah. there's a lot of there's a there's lot a, of red flags that Freddie Prince Jr. is bringing here, by the way. Well, again, it's the problem with every romantic film, right? The, most of them are stalkers and creeps, but they get away with it because they're handsome. Yes, exactly. Um, problem is, ugly but, people think they can get away with it. <laughs> but like, th- this is where um, I don't know. No, I'm sorry. I-, I was thinking about the soccer cl- team cleaning thing. That's after the beach. That's after, yeah. 
Yeah, but uh, the beach. Yeah, t- teens on the beach in that weird beach volleyball montage. So what's happening at this point? <laughs> what the cheese? They're bonding. Where which we get the line of check out the bobos on Super Freak. Yeah, uh, again delivered by one Paul Walker. By Paul Walker, <laughs> who's just having the time of his life. <laughs> I wrote down a guy getting hit in the head for staring at a woman's chest. Always funny. Yeah. Nah, I mean, like, you know, good physical comedy. And then they invite her to the party. Oh, the party? Where was oh, his, you mean, she goes, you gotta, co- you gotta come. The house is super, it's huge. His dad His dad owns Harrison Ford. The actor? No, the car dealership. Yeah, fuck off. I hate that line too. <laughs> then we get uh, the, t- the, the the soccer player, the JV soccer players coming in, where if you blink and you miss it, Milo Ventimiglia comes in as one of the kids playing soccer. To help I, I, I blinked and I missed it. You blinked and missed it. He is in there. I looked Damn it up. It was definitely him. Damn. Uh, I, uh, Kieran Culkin poisoned him. I, I, the- I was so flabbergasted as to what was happening where he's like, oh, you have to clean your house? She's it was, she, she's clearly lying to you. Yeah, like, she's clearly lying. She's not interested. And she, how did he get the JV soccer team there? He has a Jeep and there was at least six dudes. They ran, dude. They, they got to get in shape. <laughs> got to get in shape, bro. All right, uh, but like, so like then, I said, now we get to a lot, lot of red flags here. He's he's coming on a little hard. Not doing great. Now we get to the this is this is the scene that got it to a hundred million dollars. This is the the sixpence and none the wiser. The makeover, her coming out, got rid of those fucking glasses and ponytail, and she's you hot in the red. Ugly cretin, ugly monsters. Rachel Lee Cook. Then we go to the party, and this is this is this is the most fun part of the movie. I would say so because basically the only thing that's important here is that Shaggy dances for like. 30 seconds uninterrupted and it's here's the thing that actually sets it over the edge for me why this scene is so good of just of matthew lillard just just like wanting to dance at this party and the 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 hot girl who's with him is like no don't embarrass me again he goes to dance and it's not good yeah and it's it, not it, good at and all. everyone is like this guy's a loser <laughs> he's really bad at dancing and let me tell you that was fucking hilarious Yes, yes, it was. There's a line in there. I thought you caught this one. Her and uh, t- uh, Taylor are fighting, right? Uh, Taylor and Zach. And she goes, jump up my ass, Zach. And he goes, been there, done that. They had anal sex. Like, that's what yes, he- I know. I know. I caught that, too. I was like, whoa. <laughs> um, I, the very end of this scene when, uh, is it Taylor? Is that who the, the evil girl is? Yeah, yeah. When she just pours the drink on. Uh... And then the music just stops. Why would that happen? They weren't even looking over there. Nothing. No one could tell what was happening. They run away, what? and then she know. runs away crying, which is hilarious. <laughs> oh, that was funny? Yeah, I thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then we get into the... Uh, we're, we're gonna, this, we don't have to go too much. This movie sucks. <laughs> uh-huh, I knew it. I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. Now, ironically, it's good. As a movie, it's terrible. I, okay, good. All right, we're on the same page, my friend. We're on the same page. Okay, so then we get into the now there's going to be a big prom queen fight. Uh, I'm not sure if you saw some of the signs of Lainey for prom queen. There's yeah, one. Were they? There was one that said oppressed prisoners club. Yes, I did see that. I was like, whoa. Uh, did, then you notice the, the, then, did you notice the pagers? The pagers in the previous scene? Yes, I did notice the pagers. More, more, more dating. Yep, and then we get the few black characters who wrap out the plot. Yeah, what the fuck was that? I don't know, but it is the first time in our, in any of the movies we've watched so far where someone says the name of the title in the movie. Yeah, it was it was the like the one group of, of people of color in the entire movie, like where there was well, except the 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 three the two girls and the token black character at the at the beach too. When of course they're just having a rap battle for no one. Just just it was just a rap battle, and uh, and they're doing it, and it ends with she's all that, which just like what. 
It was so forced to get there. So forced. I don't know. I I did laugh. That did make me laugh because it was so stupid. I know, but I loved it. Uh, I I forgot what this in context too. I just wrote down Foggy Nelson is fat in all caps. (laughs) Oh, exactly that. But like, I know because this is where the bullies pick on Kieran Culkin. Yeah, this scene was painful to watch. It was really bad. It was really the, the guy has a shirt on this with a gun on it that says "Kill all artists." What was that? That kid's a school shooter. Right? Yes, there's a the Shermanator from American Pies in there is also as a bully, and they're just like, and then you got a, a what was it called? You had to uh, 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 Hoover the pizza. What the fuck is a Hoover? A Hoover is a, a vacuum. Okay. Like you have to you have to like and just like suck it up like a cartoon character. Yeah, I know. I know. Nineties. Okay. I know, but like basically, the bully puts pubes on the pizza, and the little brother has to eat it, or, or uh, until until Zach, Freddie Prince Jr. comes out of nowhere, who now they're best friends, and he's like, "No, you guys eat it," and then they do. Why didn't they just walk away? I wrote down, "Where are the teachers?" Yes, what's happening? Like, it really, yeah, just just nuts. Also, that scene went on for at least two minutes. It goes on so long just to set, again, this movie's just padding for time. Because there's there's a part in this romantic comedy where I saw pubes go into a boy's mouth. <laughs> yes, yes, we all did. We all watched that, Gross. Kevin. Gross. <laughs> all right, then we get the reveal of the, 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 that it was a bet. And I actually thought this was a pretty well-acted scene by uh, Freddie Prince Jr., when he's just, oh, just that. Yeah, he brought his oh, A-game. He's, he's Freddie Prince Jr., yeah. Oh, just, off. Oh, Fuck you, dick! And yep. then her, and then her taking a second to realize it. I thought it was well done. Yeah, I mean, well, this scene also threw me off because she says the line, "Was I a fucking bet?" And I was like, I'm a "Whoa, bet. What, what? What is this rated?" <laughs> you, you, you get one fuck. Remember PG thirteen movies. Is it PG thirteen? Okay, I, I get, and it, ha- it can't be in reference to sex. <laughs> cannot be in reference to sex. So stupid. All well, right, just like I, I didn't expect and, it. I thought it was and, and now we're at prom. Dude, we've only been recording for like 30 minutes. Do we got to p- pad for time too? We'll, we'll, we can pad in time in a second. We got, that, we got <laughs> oh, categories. Uh, then I wrote down at the dance, uh, there's a guy who's taking the pictures. Uh, and then they t- in, the, in it, the guy takes a bottle of booze from the guy, but is okay with the guy bringing a blow up doll as a date. And then like fucking it on the dance floor. And this is also one of the best <laughs> yeah, parts. Because I was like, boy, I bet you never knew everyone in this high school was a classically trained dancer. <laughs> <laughs> this this dance scene had my jaw on the floor. Because, like, like they tried to justify it. Did you catch that the, the usher yeah, tried the, to justify yeah, it? Yeah, everyone to do that dance I taught you is what he says. When? Who? Why? <laughs> Why? Why was that? Right, I'm going to get I'm gonna get into that later in trivia because it's going to blow your fucking mind. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Then I wrote down, at the dance, Foggy Nelson is still eating because Foggy Nelson is fat. <laughs> That's This is what I wrote down, that Foggy Nelson's character is just that he's fat. And then, to cap it off, he's important to telling Freddie Prince Jr. that Paul Walker is a fucking sex criminal, apparently. Yes! And, so, we'll get there. We'll get there. But, like, to, re- to emphasize the fact that he's just fat, he's always winded. He's always <laughs> winded. Each time when he runs from the bathroom back to his plate of food. And then <laughs> runs thirty feet to the stage, and and now he has a love interest in his sister, which in is the just... sister, which is Anna Paquin, which is whatever, nice. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, so uh, fucking they, uh, Freddie Prince Jr. and Taylor both win uh, prom, prom king and queen, and then he gives a speech. He's like, "This is it. This is this is life. This is it doesn't it, get any better. It's our life. We got to make decisions or whatever." The the the. The underlying meaning of this movie, I guess. I don't know. I wrote down, after the speech, Foggy is still fat. <laughs> God damn it. 
And then he's like, I gotta go stop her. And then the movie just kind of like cuts to the end where they go back to her house. Yeah, and then like they, she kind of references it in dialogue. But she like, goes, you know, sexual harassment is still a big issue these days. Yeah, he tried to rape you. <laughs> yeah, there was a, there's a, there's some subtext of date rape in this movie. And and as penance, he ends up deaf, I guess. Yeah, he ends up deaf because she blows an air horn in his ear as as Paul Walker tries to, to rape her. What the fuck? Uh, and but, then uh, and then they get back the, together the, and then graduation. The, the, well, the funniest part about it for me is when the camera turns, like she comes in to see her 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 dad and her sister. The camera pans to to Freddie Prince Jr. just standing there in the living room. I wrote down how long was he standing there? You know? Yeah, yeah, he was just yeah, he was just standing there just watching. It's like oh yeah, weird. kiss my daughter. Just, just, weird. just, just, just weird. Then we get graduation, and I thought it was funny when she was smoking in the back of. the... That was good. I was like, what the? Okay, fuck it. Why not? <laughs> And then, uh, then we get to reveal, oh, he lost the bet, so he has to walk naked. Yeah, okay. I, I don't know about you. I had a streaker at my graduation. I was going to ask, happened. did anyone walk naked at your graduation? Yes. Have, uh, did anyone at yours? No, we had three guys who were naked underneath the robes and were going to do it, but then they got caught by Mrs. Bailey. So that's that's what I'm saying is, like, in, in all these scenarios, like, in mine as well, The guy, first of all, the guy who was going to try to do it was the fourth from the end. We got through 600 names. Until the very end. And, and, but, 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 uh, again, just like your story, he was naked underneath the robe. Yeah. So he got up there and then he grabbed the mic, started yelling into it something about living your life, which is, again, very Freddie Prince Jr., apparently. Yeah. And then started to rip off his clothes. And Mr. Davis, who was our, uh, he was our vi- uh, 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 vice principal, is a former practice player for the Miami Dolphins. Oh my god! They like, grabbed him and threw him off the stage, like not into the audience, but like he just tackled his ass. It was great. Yep. Oh, so funny, so good. But like, Kids are awesome. but like, Freddie Prince Jr. is just naked in the audience, and yeah, no he's one just noticed. Chilling out with a soccer ball on his dick. What? What are any of the teachers doing? They're like, "Fuck it, get him out of here. Just get him all out of here." <laughs> That's what it is. He, I bet. Like, I know the plot is that he got A's and everything. He has like the fourth highest GPA because he has no problems in his life. But it wouldn't it make more sense if he was just a D plus student. And yeah, if he was like, just, a- they were just passing him to get him out of there. Yeah, if he was just an idiot who needed all the help he can to go to college, it would make this movie better. I know, but like that's why I wrote down. The only other thing I wrote down that I want to mention is that the thing that kept going through my head is that fucking stupid Family Guy joke of like these problems matter. matter. It really is. Because the more you get away from high school, they realize the dumber high school is. Yeah, it doesn't really matter that much. <laughs> all right, and that's all of my notes for watching this film. <laughs> Jesus, record time. <laughs> I know we're. This is gonna be a short one today. Oh, I know, I know, I know, because it's a short movie. But like you know it. it it's just it's just a wild film, but um, there's a, I don't know. Keep keep going. Keep so going. We go, all right, let's do our best scene nominations. I got three. I got two. Go ahead. Uh, the makeover scene to kiss me that's coming down okay. the stairs. Yep, yep. yep. Uh, give it to me, baby, with the shaggy dancing. Okay, yep. And then the prom dance uh, dance. Okay, good. All right. Actually, you know what? I am actually going to retroactively add that as well. That you're right. That is one of the best scenes because it's fucking amazing. Um. Just wild, but uh, uh, I had Shaggy Dance as well. The only other one I found utter, like ironically hilarious was the art scene was really funny to me. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Because that was, that was what the artist rendition of a weird scene was in the late 90s. It was like, well, we got to have some small people in there. We got to have some dude yelling gibberish about the environment. And then, <laughs> I don't know, 
maybe the lead comes out and says something. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, that, that's about right. Yeah, that's an art show for you. But that that was that was I I thought that scene was really funny. But yeah, so we overlap on two. So we're between Shaggy dancing and the coordinated dance. What is your which one are you going with? So I guess if we're gonna be like, this is why you watch this movie. I think it's gotta be the Shaggy dance, right? Just like this is like just to get this is like what the nineties were. It's like this guy who is way too old to be hanging out with high schoolers. Oh, we didn't mention that. He's cl- he's out of high school dating a high schooler. Yeah, oh yeah, he's he's clearly like 23, 25, whatever, something like that. On the real world, going to a college party, going to a high school party is the old guy and everyone's like, "This fucking guy, what the fuck's going on here?" I I I got to I got to agree with you, man. Like, I think it's the funniest scene. I I laughed really hard at that scene. <laughs> Yeah, it was very funny, and I'm because like... Because I, I felt like Shaggy, who I know is Matthew Lillard, but Shaggy, I feel like he knew what the movie was that he was in. He was very aware too. of everything. He's got, his like 90s was. were amazing. He was in Scream. He was, I know you did last summer. He was he was in all these movies, like, doing really well at the time. Like, yeah, like this is the, then he's in this scene. He's, like, coming in as the alpha dog, and you're like, okay. Yeah, so I think we're going to give that, that's the win. Now, worst I, scene... I gotta go Shaggy Dance. I gotta go Shaggy worst, Dance. Worst scene nominations. I, I only have, got two. What do you got? I have the Hoovering the Pizza scene... Fair and enough. a hacky sack scene. Okay, fair, fair. I actually have two different ones. Uh, I have to give it... I personally, I fucking hate the makeover scene. I think it's so stupid. No, it's too iconic. It's too iconic. I know, it's just so stupid, but I gotta give it to the makeover scene, and I thought the beach volleyball montage was terrible. <laughs> I was fine with that. I had fun with that. The mu- the music. It was the music. I don't even know what the music was. It all just the set music me over was, the edge. All the music was terrible because it was the late 90s. I don't know, man. I don't have strong arguments for mine. What, pick one from yours. I'm gonna give. I'm. I'm gonna give it to the hacky sack scene. It's just so yeah, dated. Okay. It's it so weird. Forced. It was right. so it unnecessary. Is, yeah. Again, they padded this movie to 95 minutes. But also, it, it was very much like here's a metaphor. Here's a metaphor. <laughs> All right, I got four actors for best actor. I got three. Go ahead. Freddie Prince Jr. Agreed. Rachel Lee Cook. Okay, fair. Yep. Matthew Lillard. Agreed. And Usher. I went Macaulay Culkin was my my third. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin was fucking hilarious. I'm going to reveal something to you that's going to blow your mind about uh, Kieran Culkin in just a little bit. All right. In just a little bit. I think we have to give it to Matthew Lillard. I think it's, I think I, it's the easy... I think so, too, because he he knew what was happening, and he nailed his part to a T. He really did. He was having fun. He was like... Yeah, he was. Just, he came in like he, that was probably maybe two weeks of his life he shot, and now it's I now it's forever immortalized. Uh, unironic, unironic compliment to the movie that I think was good writing was the scene where he breaks up with her and yeah. says the exact same thing she said to Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, I thought that was good as yeah, far as like romantic nice, comedies go. A little a dramatic irony for you. Ah, uh, yeah. I thought I thought Freddie Prince Jr. was fine. Yeah, you know, he, he's just. He's just I can I can see why know? they're trying to make him a movie star. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like this. This isn't like. As far as romantic comedies go, this is, I, I mean, I think it's a bad movie, but like, the most, it's still fun. It's I mean, the most fun. important thing you could do in casting a comedy, like comedy, teen, teen drama, teen comedy like this, or romantic drama, is just getting actors that you like. And I like all these people. Right. I like exactly. all these people. This isn't screen. like a from Justin to Kelly bad. You yes, know what I mean? Which this director also directed. I, I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right we're, so we're, we're giving it to Shaggy. Good. Moving on. The worst actor. I only have two. Who do I have? Who do I have? Who do I have? I have three. Go ahead. Uh, Jody Lynn O'Keefe, who played Taylor. Agreed. And Paul Walker. And Paul Walker. He was the worst. It was Paul Walker. Hands down. My third, my third, I wrote down every hench person. All the henchmen on both the, the male yeah. and female henchmen were very yeah, bad. Which were Gabrielle Union and Little Kim. 
Yeah, they were not good. But I, I'm with you. I, I got to give it to Paul Walker. He was really fucking bad. All right. Now we have our Fury Road freak of the film. Uh, how many do I have? I have two. I have four. Okay. Uh, go ahead. What do you got? I have one. Clea Duval, which he encourages suicide. <laughs> okay. Yep. All right. All right. I have Mitch, the guy who uh, is at the art art performance. Is he the guy with the beret? Yes. Yeah, okay, he's on my list. Yeah, the the beret guy, the big fat beret guy with a soul patch, as if to say, like, this is artistic. Like, yes. come on. I have Paul Walker for attempted rape. <laughs> okay. I have Matthew Lillard for being an adult dating a high schooler. Yeah, that's fair. And I have Usher as the campus DJ. <laughs> <laughs> the only other one I found is, like, for my my freak show was, uh, was Dr. Poole, the dad. Because of that that jockstrap scene, where he's like, "Hey, I, f- I fished I fished this out of a pool. What do you think?" And it's like a fucking jockstrap. <laughs> yeah. And then I got I gotta mention the scene where there this is after the beach, everyone's hanging out at their household, and Jeopardy's playing, and the only joke is that he gets the answers completely wrong. Every I time. wrote that down. That was a good joke. That's a good. That was a, really funny. That's a funny joke. He's always getting the Jeopardy answers wrong. It was kind of a subtle joke in my opinion because yeah. like it would just be completely completely off, and he'd be like, "What? I don't know who who, who are you giving it to." I think I'm gonna give it to Mitch. I'm giving it to Mitch too. I agree. <laughs> He's a standout. Okay, we got trivia. Not a crazy amount for this one. Oh, oh, oh wow. wow okay. So first and foremost, Kevin. What if I told you this movie went through a rewrite? What was the first draft like? Now what if I told you a very prominent person rewrote this script? Well, who wrote the first script? The guy who's accredited with it. This he was a ghost rewrite, so it wasn't he was not this person it was, was it, not, was, it was, was Quentin Tarantino. Not that far off. Uh it was Fuck who's Okay, who was it? M. Night Shyamalan wrote the, the rewrite for the script rewrite of the script. Oh, no, that is that is some trivia. Because in that point the prom dance sequence was not in the original script. It, they did not go to prom in the script. So we owe the, the uh, uh, like the one of the craziest things I've ever seen to M Night Shyamalan. Go for yes, it. Yes, shocker, right? The guy, yeah, he he gets he gets you to pay attention to his movies. That, that dance scene in the middle of it. There's a cut where he's like, now, fellas, and all of yeah. a sudden, all the guys are together and all the girls are separate. Oh, uh, we could have picked one of those guys for the freak of the film too. Uh, and then and then and then he's like now ladies and then they just start doing a sexy dance and like where are the where are the chaperones is this is this what m night Shyamalan thinks american prom is like is this what he thinks it's definitely what he thinks I, he definitely yeah. did not go to prom <laughs> hey i i don't know about you i went to all four of my proms i only went to two i went to every single one and three out of the four senior balls but kevin i was homecoming king Ah, you win. <laughs> yeah, I won, baby. Goddamn right. All right. In terms of recastings, I only saw one. Josh Harnett. Hartnett was the only one else up for the role of Zach. I don't know who is. Uh, that same name sounds. You've seen him before. Guy. He was in uh, Thirty Days of Nights. Oh, okay. Uh, that All right. Guy. So just like a generic white guy. Generic white guy in the nineties. All right, cool. All right, fair enough. Harvey Weinstein demanded they put a sword fight in for the climax of the film. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. His idea was that they put it in the drama club and that Paul Walker and, uh, <laughs> and fucking Freddie Prince Jr. would sword fight for her honor. Um, that is a better movie. It kind of is. <laughs> yeah. He had some ideas. God damn it. <laughs> Kieran Culkin, through the entire shooting of this film, had to wear hearing aids because his character was supposed to be hearing impaired, even though it's never mentioned or seen in the film. 
No, you can see his hearing aids. You can see it. Did you? Okay. I did not yeah, see it You can it see once. his hearing aids. You can. I was going to mention that. Yes, you can see them. Yeah, there was no point to it at all. Well, yeah. What the fuck? No clue. Uh, Kiss Me hit number two on the t- Billboard's Top 100 for 10 weeks after the movie's release. I believe it. This this is the Kiss Me uh, it's a movie. Good throwback, it it's a good throwback song to put on. Yeah. Uh, it's actually an adaptation of the play Pygmalion. Yes, I saw that on the Wikipedia. That is wild to me that this is this is based off a play. Yes, right? Based on anything. And almost all, basically the entire uh, cast appeared at some point on the, the USA television show Psych. Really? Because Dulé Hill was, is, uh, is he Psych? He might be Psych or not Psych. No, he's not Psych. Uh, uh, no, he, he, was, uh, he was his friend. Yeah, but uh, Rachel Lee Cook, Freddie Prince Jr., Tim Matheson, Eldon Hansen, Tamara Mello, Carlos Chagat all appeared except everybody but Paul Walker. Oh, well, that's sad. Paul Walker got Fast and the Furious and, and then died. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and Kevin, that's, that's all I got for She's All That. Yeah, man. Does it, does, does does it, fit, our, does it fit our assertion of a four? No. I can't give it a four. What are you what giving it? I'm giving it a six. I would never give this a six. I would never give this a six. I'm giving it a six because it's... And on the, the ironic sense, it's a very fun viewing. I'm giving it a negative four. No, come on. That, does, not, that, doesn't, that doesn't, no, no, no. That doesn't mean it's worse than a four. It means that it's an ironic four. It's an ironic, I think it's at least an ironic five. All right, I'll give you negative five. I'll give I think a even five. as a filmmaking wise, it's better than Terminator Salvation and X-Men Origins Wolverine. Like it's a well, better put together film. are not the same. They're not all the same, but I still think I think it deserves it. I'm giving it a six. You can give it a negative right. four or five. If we're if we're if we're if we're meeting in the middle and we need like an objective score for it, like that's not a negative, five is fine for me. I'll give it all a right. five. I'll give I'll bump it up to a five. All right. Okay. That's fine. That is fine. God. Jesus Christ. I can't uh. I'm putting I'm putting it in as a ten. Uh, no, you're not. <laughs> hey, we both have rights to this Google Doc, you son of a God bitch. God damn it, not until I lock you out, you motherfucker. All right, man. It's time to roll. I think it's right? time to roll, Kevin. Are you scared? No, I'm not. I, I'm going in. I'm going full bravery on this. Uh, okay, all right, let, we need we need to replace. She's all that first. Okay, so first roll that and put that in. Uh, I'm going to put that in four, but label it as a five. So there's that's a five. Okay, so let's go to our fours. What do we got? In our fours, we have Suicide Squad, Dolph Lundgren's The Punisher, Reign of Fire, Ava, Doom, and Pixels. What do you want? I know what I want. I think I want Pixels. I want Reign of Fire. Okay, Reign of Fire. I, that, that was my second choice. I, I haven't seen Reign of Fire since I was like six. If I'm, I really... if I'm writing with the ones I want to watch, it's Pixels, Reign of Fire, Doom, Punisher, Suicide Squad, Ava. All right, let's do this. That is a one at Suicide Squad. Oh, no. <laughs> I did not want Suicide Squad. Um, so that's gone. That that is now the list. So let's go through our top ten. What is our ten? Our ten: No Country for Old Men, nine Skyfall, eight Drive, seven Con Air, six Hitch, five Frank, four Suicide Squad, three Amazing Spider-Man two, two Bullets in the Head, one Catwoman. What are you feeling? What do you want? What are you feeling on this list? It's it's different every time. So I was thinking about this. I think we're gonna get Frank. That's my that's my guess. I, I, I feel karmically we've deserved Frank. We've got a four, ten, and a four. I feel like we karmically deserve Frank. Get Frank. I want. I want drive. That's what I you want. You want drive? Yeah. I okay. That was drive. what you said last time. It's a good. It's a good choice. Stick it to I it. want. I'd be down for Hitch. I'd be down for that's Hitch. Hitch, Hitch, Hitch is like a more elevated version of this. 
I would agree with that. Yeah. All right, Kevin, I want you to show point know, your screen down I know, so I can I know, see. I know. See, see you all, for the lying oh, son wait. of a bitch that you are. Here we go. Oh, fuck, it's a two. <laughs> oh, no, Kevin, no. It's bullets in the head. No, Kevin, what'd you do? <laughs> Kevin, what'd you do? <laughs> this is a stupid game. Why'd we play it? <laughs> because we got to watch Mad Max. Why did we defy fate? It's okay, it's okay man. It's okay. We're going to get through it, bud. We're going to get through it. God, all right, we're doing bullets in the head, everybody. Tell you what, tell you what. What if we watch it at like 1.5 speed? No, we we watch it the same way we watch everything else. I'm gonna look up how old, how long bullets. I remember it being short at least. Yeah, I think it's. But like I remember it also dragging. It was so it was short, but it was also like long. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of my least favorite films I've ever watched. Okay, it's 92 minutes. We can handle it. We can do it. And I think that's it's including on, it's services. So that's the next film we have to watch, Kevin. Movie. It's next hang on, movie hang on. Is it on? Oh, is fuck. It is it not on any streaming services? Oh, no. We have to pay for this. I bought, I rented, saw that on Amazon. Yeah, it's not available anywhere. Surprising <sighs> to no one. Hey, okay, okay. All right. Here's the only thing I'll say. At least it's not on the list after we watch it anymore. It's that's gone. true. We got it out of the way early. We, we, we purge it. You know what I mean? Like, that's the only way you can get through this shit is, like, when it comes up, you purge it. It's yes. gone. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, like, because we have to plan out when we're watching Zack Snyder's Just Justice League also. And that's yep. four hours long. I was hoping we'd be out, like, we would be going on a nice run of good movies before that. But I think we're... I, think I mean, we're, it's all... We've got time before it comes out. It comes out March 19th. That's right around the corner. I'm very aware, but we'll be fine. Statistics are weird, man. We'll get some good ones. You keep saying I'm sorry, Kevin. Sean. I'm sorry, Sean. I'm Kevin, sorry. Kevin, are you sorry? I don't think you're sorry. I, I really. Told, I told you when we started this, we were going to have some shite movies. I think you're just a bad roller. I got a 20-sided die right here. I guarantee I can get in the top half on one roll. Ready? That's a 50% chance. Of course you can do that. Bam. I got a 12. That's at least a 6 if we're doing it the other way. No. Ready? No, we're going to no, go no. again. We got to stick with a 2. It's a 2. You ready for that? I just rolled an 18. That'd be a 9. That'd be a 9 if I was rolling, sir. Too bad. We're watching it, too. You're no, right. I'm it, sticking with it. Now I want to watch it. I want to watch Bullet to the Head. God damn We're it. watching Bullet to the Head next week, everybody. Welcome to hell. Welcome to hell. I hope you've enjoyed us listening to this. Uh, follow- <laughs> look, at this look at this defeated man. This is my uh, uh, fucking she's all that. This I was, put this in here. This, 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 was, this was one for me and then one for Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this fucking movie, but we'll watch I know. it. I know. It'll be great. Let's do it. At least I have an easy drop for the question next week. <laughs> yes, we'll yes, you do. Yes, yes, you do. Yes, you do. Okay. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week for Bullets of the Head.